Welcome to the Rain Podcast, where we empower women to understand what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus. I'm Melissa. And I'm Abby. We are your hosts. We love talking about what it means to experience clarity on your God-given mission. We hope to be an encouragement to you along your journey of what it means to reign as a strong disciple of the King in a world that is at war against what we believe. We want to walk alongside you and guide you in your day-to-day life as you experience every adventure and mission God has for you. Welcome back. So last week we exposed all the lies that Satan tells us that puts a halt to our reign in life. This week we are so excited to share with you guys some action steps that we have used in our own lives that helped us to escape the snares that Satan traps us in and start chasing after our purpose. Hi everyone. So glad to have you back with us. Uh, We hope that you have had a good time just talking with the Lord and, and seeking his face on areas that the enemy has had a foothold and to just expose those things and move forward. Today I'm going to read from the passage Ephesians chapter 4 starting in verse 17 where it talks about living as children of the light. Uh, and this is just great guidance for us as daughters of the king to, to rule and reign in the life he's given us. It says, with the Lord's authority I say this, Live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Um, And then a little bit further down it says, If you're a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good, hard work, and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own guardi- uh, his own gar- guarantee? Guaranteeing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as the types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. I just love this passage, and it just mm-hmm. talks, and it shows the contrast of uh, the old way of living under the old man, the living under uh, control of our flesh and sin nature, but we are to throw that off and to instead let the Spirit renew our thoughts and attitudes. Uh, so today we're going to just share stories about uh, old attitudes, old ways of living, even as we were uh, Christians, but how the Lord has shown us his truth and how each day we're to become more like him. So I'm going to turn it over to Abby and she's going to share her story. Yeah, so hey guys, so in case you didn't know, I grew up in a Christian house. I always have had Jesus all the way around me. Like, I've grown up with it, grown up in church. But I also used to be one of those lukewarm Christians. So I just want to get into my story of how I got saved and my 
um, repentance back to the Lord and how I started changing my life to revolve around the Lord. So a little bit of a backstory is I did grow up in church and however that did not make me a saved Christian and I kind of piggybacked off my parents' faith and just hoped that that was what I was going to get into heaven. But every single time that I knew that there was an altar call that I should come to be saved by the Lord, I always would think that I'll just do it later. I'll just do it when I'm older. I'll just do it later. Or I thought I was fine. I thought I would get in heaven because I do believe in God and I mean I'm a pretty good person. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll get in. So it wasn't until last February where I started to really figure out what God was calling me to. And it wasn't till the first step of my backstory where I started to get my faith in check was the revelation that I had. One time at a conference up in Wisconsin Dells, I was sitting at the altar in the middle of a worship song when God revealed to me that I can't keep living this life the same way that I have been. I can't keep pushing God to the side and keeping him number two in my life over every single other thing that comes in front of it, whether it was boys, drama, popularity, being number one, all of it that he saw me that showed me that I just need to get my faith in check and figure out who I am as a person that he will lead me and guide me to my future. And that, that was the best way to go about life. So I had that revelation. And the next step that I did was I repented. I prayed to God to change that mindset that I had for that. I didn't need to live for this world anymore. I didn't need to be accepted by everybody. I need to be myself and God will take care of the rest. So that was another big step that I had because you can't keep having the same mindset for life if you're going to be a Christian. I can't keep thinking that I can live this life going through chasing after guys, chasing after alcohol, chasing after all these other things that the world chases after for their satisfaction and what they need when I should be finding it in the Lord. So I realized that, and then after I repented, I had a really big step in my life where I realized that I need to step into the next step, and I need to seek guidance and incorporate incorporate God into my life. This was one of the biggest steps of my repentance because you, I knew that I needed help, but I just didn't know how to get it. So I had to seek for people like Melissa or seek for people from my church and people that were going to lead me and guide me into a future that was going to be run by the Lord. So after seeking guidance was one of the biggest steps in my faith and being saved just because that's where I really, really found up my next step is I found the ways to change my life. The people that led me, like Melissa, they gave me action steps to keep chasing after the Lord and keep incorporating it into my life so I wouldn't be at a still song between my life. I would be able to keep my life going in the good direction rather than going in the bad. So my last step that I had was I set up accountability people in my life so that I could keep stay, keep staying accountable for my faith and I wouldn't just go back into my old ways, that the people would see me going into those ways and be able to say, whoa, nope, wrong direction, turn it around, sis. So I'm so thankful that I set up accountability people in my life because it was so important to keep people rooted in you that are strong in their faith and have been going about this for many years versus someone new like me who's only had this strong faith for a couple months. So that was such a big part of my life. And then also what I did was I changed the people who I spent the most time with. This was such a big part of my faith because how are you supposed to get better if you're still stuck in the same place you've always been? If I had this different mindset, that wouldn't change anything if I got thrown right back into the world where I was. So the biggest thing I had to do was I had to change my the people that I spent the most time with because they weren't the most godly of people. They were people who chased after the world, people who wanted that satisfaction that got from popularity. They wanted the the fame, the lights, they wanted everything else that came with that, but they didn't want God a part of that. So when I was with them, it would 
waver in my faith rather than being strong in who God was inside of me and that I would start to chase after what they wanted as well and I wouldn't figure out and stop and say, hey, this is not what Abby wants. Abby wants to chase after the Lord. I just follow after what other people did for me. So that was the ways that I have been growing in my faith and that's the ways that I've been trying to keep on track with my life and it's not easy. Being saved is not something that's going to be easy. You're going to have to keep redoing it. So that was something big in my life is that I have to keep on track for God. But other than that, yeah, that's my story. <laughs> just a quick, sorry, just a quick little tidbit. That was awesome. I just love, I love Abby's story and just seeing the, um, the changes she has made to just become more like Christ. And what's awesome is that when uh, we enter into a mentorship type program, not mm-hmm. program, but, you know, well, program yeah, or okay. friendship <laughs> yeah. or relationship that it's not just a one-way uh, benefit, like not just one person is benefited, but watching Abby make these changes daily and mm-hmm. see the struggle that she was going through and, and limiting her time with people who wouldn't encourage her in her walk with God, it just totally reignited my faith in my walk with the Lord to dig back into scripture more and to really evaluate my life in the areas that maybe I had been grown uh, lukewarm or just become complacent in my walk. Uh, And so that's just the beauty of having a relationship with God is when we first become his children, we've put our faith in Christ that it doesn't just end there. We don't sit back and go, ah, okay, now I can uh, live like hell until I go Mm -hmm. to heaven. But that we are now operating out of his grace and we're covered Mm -hmm. by his blood to become more like him and that's what really is it's hard there's parts of our life that get harder because we now have to live separate and set apart from the world Mm -hmm. but at the same time we're also you know as our bodies are dying and as we're aging our soul is getting stronger and becoming more like him and being refined and sanctified and I just picture like we are going from glory to glory and then the next step up, glory to glory, as, mm-hmm. as we go through this hard life, we're being shaped and um, molded into the image of God until we meet him face to face. And so watching Abby make changes in her walk, it inspired me at the season where I was to make more changes in my walk. Um, and it's just, it's just a beautiful thing that God designed discipleship to uh, continually Form us more into his image so that we don't think oh we've made it like I've you know I gave my life to the Lord when I was three years old so it's been like um almost 30 years <laughs> <laughs> of being uh you know a saved daughter of the king but um the beauty of discipleship is that we watch someone else become more like God it inspires us to be more like him and we're never mm-hmm. gonna we're never going to understand it all until we are in heaven and, you know, face to face with him. And uh, so I, I guess I'll just hand it back over to Abby and mm-hmm. we can talk about um, just you personally, action steps that can be made to um, to ask the Lord where where he wants you to grow in your walk and what changes and accountability so I may have talked about what Abby was going to talk about. I'm no, not no, sure. Lost no, our good. notes. <laughs> you're good. Um, so the, just this whole podcast was just trying to help you guys realize that it's not just going to be an easy process of getting back into having a faith with the Lord or starting a faith with the Lord. 
is it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. We've both had roadblocks in our life. Life is not going to get easier now that you're a Christian. I, I hate to say it. Like, that's a lot of people think is like, oh, you're a saved Christian. Like, why does still God, th- why does God still throw that in your life? Or why did God, th- God, why did God do that to you? And the best answer to answer that with is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. God's doing it to make us stronger. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that God does for us, God puts us through things for a reason. God puts us through things to make us a better person, to change our character, to change who we are, that he puts you through a certain situation so that you can grow in that one aspect of life and you can become a new person through the things that he throws you through. Mm -hmm. So we just want to really declare that over your guys' life and help you to realize that if you're struggling a little bit as a Christian, that's normal. That's completely normal. You're not doing anything wrong. God doesn't love you any less for anything that you're doing. Yeah, we need to expect it. We need to expect persecution and hardships Mm -hmm. and... Um, trials because he promised that those would happen he promised his peace but he also promised trials and persecution Mm -hmm. so (laughs) if we are set apart we're gonna experience those changes we're gonna experience those people that don't like us we're gonna experience those people who push us off to the side because that's what we're supposed to be we're supposed to be different and set apart from the world because the world hated god first so we Mm -hmm. should expect a little hate back as well because he took it all so that anyways that is just a cap of this week's podcast and so that is it for this month's topic of what it means to reign so we hope that you guys will use this knowledge that we are giving you guys on from how we learn to reign to help you guys reign in your own lives so we challenge you guys to spend time with the lord because we promise you that god will help you to shape your life and help you to reign in this place that he's called you to So join us next week to kick off a month where we are talking about falling in love with God and his word. And we hope to continue to see you guys reign in this new season of life that you guys are in. And we hope to see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.